anything good that's coming out of the past couple games is this song. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to make it, dude. Don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> you and me both. Good thing we're not recording video. Oh, teary-eyed. <laughs> Hopefully you takers out there are doing okay. Better than some of us. Week 15, first round of the playoffs is... Still not over for the next two days, so my pain is suffering a bit longer. <laughs> it is December 20th, 2021. I still have a chance, though, Regan. We got Mac and Regan with you t- tonight to uh, get you through that first round uh, heartbreak. For most of you and the guys that didn't have a chance somehow are get advanced and then get their ass kicked by those in the bye week for last week. But, hey, that's fantasy football for you. How you doing though, Regan? You make it all right? You okay? Uh, you know, I'm looking to go 50 and 50 in my playoffs. I have a possibility of uh, going 4 and 0, but it's not going to happen. Yeah, possibility though. <laughs> these I'll games take are the fourth, possibility. Uh, false hopes coming out of these last four games. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I got uh going against one of the kids I coach. Waddle went out with COVID, and I stupidly started Melvin Gordon and CH over Donta Foreman and Marquez Valdez Scantling. So that's how. Yes, such bad decisions. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? That's um, wild. Well, I hope you takers out there had did better. We're gonna go through a wrap up of what happened so far in Week 15. We got the Browns and Raiders playing right now. Then we still have. Uh, Tuesday night football, but we got Monday night, Minnesota, Chicago, Washington, Philly on Tuesday, and Seattle and the Rams on Tuesday. So all these rankings are subject to change. So don't don't <laughs> at me, as the kids say nowadays. If you are listening to us on Apple, if you could leave us a review, it would be much appreciated. Download the episodes on that and Spotify, Google, and Amazon. We much appreciate it. Follow and subscribe and share our tips with your friends and families. Families? Family? Oh, yeah. I got multiple. I got multiple Parents families, too. Nailed it. Exactly. Close friends that are family. Exactly. We're like we're like blood brothers. Not oh, really. Yeah. Not really. Oh, we definitely. <laughs> Fantasy <laughs> <Never> brothers. <laughs> no, we're not Eskimo brothers. Don't go there. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, maybe we are. I don't know talk after uh take it easy <laughs> well regan uh it was a little little rough this week so maybe we should get into the hurt locker just to uh just to let people know who might be who might be out next week too just a flesh wound i love it so we'll get this is the tip of the injuries we'll go with so <laughs> yeah uh, this is the main one. So the one that hurts me the most is uh, Chris Godwin came out today that it is a torn ACL that he suffered on that horrible tackle that definitely should have been an offensive player. And it was just a bullshit tackle. It really pisses me off that, that that's how it went down. And he's a free agent, uh, you said, Max. So this is even mm-hmm. worse going forward for him. Uh, to top it off for the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, Mike Evans – Hamstring, Leonard Fournette, ankle, both left the game. We'll get into uh, how bad that team was later. Uh, Joe Mixon sprained ankle. I believe he did play a little bit later in the game, maybe like the last drive or something like that, but still sprained ankle. Yeah, and he was like fighting from the sideline to get back out there. So, okay. But 
again, we've mentioned before, adrenaline rushing, and then evaluations happen later on Monday and Tuesday, and they're like, oh, crap, he won't play this week. So just something to keep an eye on. Yeah, swelling, all that happens after. So good call. Daniel Jones, not really much you could say about this. He is out for the rest of the season with a neck injury. I just think this hurts most uh, the rest of the team, Saquon mm-hmm. Barkley, everyone else in general, uh, more than it even hurt him because you were really just streaming him. Pat Framuth. I think it's pretty man. telling that the Giants are just giving up too. Uh, they're oh, yeah. like trying to hold up hope, but then after this pass game, I think it's just they're packing it in. So keep that in mind when you're going up against them. Or playing anyone for them, which you shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, Pat Fairmuth, uh, concussion number two of the season, not good at all. Um, I hope the best for him. Hopefully he can get back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually flying with him after I lost TJ Hawkinson, so this is a, a big hit for me. So we got to pay attention to this going forward. And then another one that hurts me hard is Teddy Bridgewater, concussion number two as well of the season. And uh, this guy just can't catch a break. I, I feel so, so bad for him. But uh, that clears up just the tip of the Hurt Locker. So there will be more coming out. <laughs> there will be. Uh, there, In the time that we live right now, there's a bunch of players going on the naughty list, off the naughty list, so including Travis Kelsey, <laughs> Austin Eckler maybe, a whole bunch of Charger players. Oh, and Jared Goff, in case some of you were going to go, hey, I want that top five QB on the week. No, you, no, you don't. But, uh, Sterling Shepard on IR, too. He's on uh, IR. What was it, Torn Achilles? I believe so, yes. Yeah. There, There's a lot. So what we are going to do, it's Christmas week. We are going to record Tuesday night, maybe, tentative schedule. We're trying to get our schedules lined up with families and everything with the holidays. And you guys don't pay us, so Wish we're volunteering. I mean, if you want to <laughs> donate to our Patreon, that's fine. Go right ahead. Uh, we'll give you exclusive waiver ads. We have that. <laughs> I don't know something, something to look forward I to. Like I got a, I got a sneaky tight end for you. So if you make Ooh. it and you need them, I'll let you know later, Regan. Off air. I'm not telling the people because I need to pick them up too. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so what we'll, we'll we'll do is we'll uh, what do you call that? Twitter uh, post that on Twitter later on after you grab them. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but me and you will just swap our tips uh, off, off oh, camera. <laughs> off recording. <laughs> All right. Enough of that. Let's get into the Week 15 matchups. Now, we're just going to go through biggest takeaways, what we're expecting going forward, uh, our biggest regrets, stuff like that. Just a little therapy session for everybody, uh, especially us. So welcome in. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it helps you guys out. Go. Let us gingerly touch our juice. Not sure if I explained that well, but we're trying to go through these matchups real quick, tell you what to expect going forward, and uh, what we're, our project, projections are. So, Thursday night football, Kansas City 34, LA Chargers 28 Ooh. in overtime. Uh, we were recording at that time. I did speak too soon, saying that Mahomes is not an auto start anymore. Uh, they have pits. Pittsburgh next week, so yeah, you're gonna have to start them. Um, I I think we are gonna get away from the running game right now, though. Regan, uh, they did not they did not do too well. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire he got under ten points, I believe. 
Uh, and then, yeah, Burton stole the touchdown yeah. off of one carry. So thanks a lot for that. Kelsey, dominant. But then Mark Andrews took over the number one again. So that's going to be a fun battle going down the stretch. Uh, but, yeah, usual suspects. Mahomes, Tyree Kill, and Travis Kelsey. That's all I'm starting going forward for Kansas City. Then on the other side, Austin Eckler in his limited role, he was pretty uh, relevant. But this guy, Mike Williams, nine targets but only three receptions. I, I think he's a bench, dude. We keep going back and forth, but I think I need to stick with my my thought process, process on it. I don't think he's uh, – you can count on him going to the playoffs. What are your thoughts? Yeah, he's the Deshaun Jackson of old mm. where you just – you know, he has the possible work there, but you're really just waiting for that boom game. And mm-hmm. he's the type of guy to put up 30, 40 points on your bench. But when you're playing, he's putting up three. So we're in the playoffs. I'm playing safe. I'm playing the known commodity in points. So you can bypass him, do it, and it's worth it obviously. I think uh, we'll get to our waiver ads at the end of this episode. But I'm thinking I would go with, like, MVS, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, over him. That boom or bust yes. type of play. Uh, I'd rather take that chance. Your turn. What's next on the dock uh, that you uh-huh. want to bitch about? No, I'm just kidding. Gotcha. No, pretty much. Uh, before I do that, I did see something on Austin Eckler, who might have made it on the uh, two It's not confirmed. List. Yeah, it's okay. not confirmed yet. Uh, it's possible, but I know Joey Bosa did and a handful of other players. So okay. we'll see with their new protocols. I didn't really want to get into it because That's fine. nobody knows anything. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So we'll see what they do going forward. I like it. So just know everyone that's listening, just pay attention to it, and we'll uh, throw out some posts later on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the next one, oh, my God. Uh, New England Patriots. Just the 17. tip, FFP. Nailed it. Uh, next one's New England Patriots, 17, Indy, 27. Eesh. This game was on Saturday at 8 o'clock. It was just prime time set up for everything, set up for greatness. And it was not. What the? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Indy pretty much took a, took it away in the beginning just with some great defense. And then Jonathan Taylor just finished it off with a nice, nice little run. He was pretty much held. I feel. I feel like he, mm-hmm. you know, they contained him. He was just about to hit 100 yards in general, and then he broke off a 67-yard touchdown at the end of the game to ice the Pats. Good for him. Uh, you know, you're playing him. There's no team you can. I, w- I would play him versus Tampa. <laughs> Tampa is just shuts down running backs. The guy's amazing. I play him against Tampa and Baltimore combined. If they had, they could have twenty-two <laughs> guys out there. I don't care. I'm still starting them. I love it. Uh, so as for the Pats uh, players, Jacoby Myers, you're starting him as always in PPR. Six six catches, forty-four yards. Uh, the big one though is Hunter Henry Mack. Mm. Got back in that touchdown column. Had two on the day. You know he obviously he's Mack's number one red, uh, red zone target. I'm playing him going forward. You just can't. Can't bypass this. And then Ramondre Stevenson. He's, I just not, want every... he's not my number one target. What are you talking about? Uh, Mac Jones. Oh, up. oh. I was, <laughs> was going to say, oof, he would definitely not catch two touchdowns for me. Oof. No, he would not. Unless he's playing defense. <laughs> Unless he's two yards away. We're okay. We're okay. 
love that. Anyways, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, he also had a dud of a game, 10 rushes, 36 yards, and a catch for four yards. Do not think that this is just how he's going to be the rest of the season. They have Buffalo next week. We saw what they did. He's going to be used. He'll even be used with uh, Damian Harris coming back if he does, so you're playing him. And like I said, Colts, the only player of any mention is Jonathan Taylor. Just went off. 29 carries, 170 yards, and a touchdown. Stud. I hate him, but stud. MVP, baby. MVP. Come on. A rushing touchdown. I know they won't. It'll be Aaron Rodgers again. Oh, I hope not. Yeah, that's your choices. I don't know why you hate him. I just just annoying. The whole offseason stuff. Yeah, that was I couldn't stand it. Yeah. Um All right. Anything else for these guys? No, get me away from this game as fast okay, as possible. I will. Uh, Carolina, 14 at Buffalo, 31. Not surprising, Buffalo won. But I guess it was kind of closer than what the scoreboard indicates. But my biggest te- takeaway here, 22 carries to Singletary. I did not see that coming. Uh, maybe maybe looking to pick him up, but I know he's pretty heavily rostered. Uh, so he had 16 points on the day. Uh, 86 yards and a rushing touchdown. So, and uh, Zach Moss another scratch again. So, uh, Gabriel Davis though, been telling you guys to pick him up. He's a must add and start. 25 and a half points, uh, two touchdowns on the day. We'll talk about him more later. Then Stefan Diggs, you know, did okay. Uh, I don't trust the running backfield for Carolina to. Abdullah got the touchdown, but if he didn't get that, they both would be scoring under 10 points. Just you called it with Cam Newton there. Uh, You can't trust them because he's just going to take the uh, rushing touchdown away from him, the chances anyway. So, yeah, I think you got to move on from them. Um, They also have Tampa Bay and New Orleans next week. Well, Tampa Bay, then New Orleans. So, yeah, we mentioned that looking into the playoffs. This would be the only game that you would start them, and it's still not going to work out. So just Still didn't pan out. <laughs> drop them, drop them. Uh, but, yeah, usual suspects. Uh, Josh Allen did okay, 27 points. Uh, you got anything you want to touch on in this game? No, no. I think Carolina, you could pretty much drop everybody. Uh, Tampa Bay, are you playing Cam Newton versus Tampa Bay next week? No. No, all right. Well, my only question, maybe he gets some throwing in there, but it's just tough. They've looked crappy. They did do well against Hill, though, containing him. Taysom Hill, that is. They did. They did. And, yeah, I think they learned from Buffalo with Josh Allen rushing all over him the week before. Uh, Plus, with his inaccuracies, I just I don't trust him. I just don't. Spike some picks. Not in the playoffs. (laughs) What do we got next? All right, next one was uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna describe it as shocking. It was despicable. Uh, Arizona twelve, Detroit Lions thirty. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say three, but it it's thirty. Nope. They oh my god, they beat the number one team in the NFC. Holy crap! Uh, as I mentioned or suggested last week, uh, definitely I thought Christian Kirk was going to be have the uptick in catches, 9 for 94 and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He seems to be the guy. A.J. Green will get the little bit harder coverage. A.J. Green's still a great play. Zach Ertz, 6 for 74, also not bad. 
playing him going forward. Uh, James Conner, though. Oh, my God, what a dud. This might lose me two leagues. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Just because of this. Yeah. Him and Najee Harris absolutely demolished me. Ugh. Only, and, you o- know, only eight carries. Is it his ankle? I didn't watch the game. I'm sorry. I just thought it would be a blowout. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't bother watching. But was did he look hindered at all? He, not too bad. But the yeah. thing is, too, he had eight. Uh, what's his name? Um, Chase Edmonds. His name. Chase Edmonds only had five. Yeah. So there really wasn't a lot of work to go around. Hmm. Connor had more catches than Edmonds anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think two, two and one. So I think it was just the the game being behind. I don't think they expected it. I thought I think, or my plan was these guys just to get uh, an abundance amount of work, just wasting out the clock. Mm-hmm. But uh, went totally different. Nope. <laughs> uh, so for Lions, uh, Craig Reynolds, twenty six for one hundred twelve. Wow, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, some, mind blowing. Somebody off the practice squad that they signed to their roster. So pick him up in Dynasty if you can. In Dynasty, you have a deep roster. You got to take shots just to see if he sticks around there. If they move on from Jamal Williams, who knows? He's their backup. So, uh, and they got Atlanta next week, so mm-hmm. that might be a good play, anyways. DeAndre Swift should be coming back though, right? He is day to day right now yeah. today. They're expecting him to so. practice Wednesday, so we'll see. Oh, that's case. But that's it, case. Don't play him at all. But if, he, <laughs> but say they hold him out. Who knows? Who knows? They should. Yeah. So, Amon Ross St. Brown, 8 for 90 and a touchdown. Mac, you were mm-hmm. calling the beginning of the season, didn't pan out. Uh, but the end of the season, you know, it, it's been, it hasn't been panning out. It's This is pretty impressive. Yep. We'll talk about him later. Uh, wait, waiver. All righty. <laughs> All righty. Uh, Josh Reynolds had a good game. And then Jared Goff, I just can't believe he had three touchdowns and zero picks. It's mind-blowing. Ridiculous. Uh, and Atlanta. Don't start him next week, though. <laughs> oh, actually, <laughs> Atlanta. he went on the naughty list, so oh, we'll see. Um, yeah, next next game, New York Jets 24 at Miami 31. I, I did say the Jets will cover, so hopefully you guys took me up on that. And uh, Miami had just had to make it harder on themselves. Uh, looks like Waddle's back at the facility today, so we'll get him back. Uh, but Devontae Parker, Waddle, and Gesicki, I have faith going forward. But the running backs, I don't know what the hell to do, man. <laughs> They're signing Duke Johnson off the street last week. He comes in, 22 carries, 107 yards, and two touchdowns. Good thing I had the bye week because Gaskin would have screwed me over badly. Yeah, we'll talk about him later too, but they do have New Orleans, so I'm not too keen on these running backs anyway, but um, I think they are phasing Gaskin out, so you definitely need a pivot to somebody else. Uh, you should have anyway with New Orleans coming up, but we'll see. Uh, can I interest you in the New York Jets defense? They have Jacksonville next week. I was going to say hell no, but <laughs> now I'm questioning it. <laughs> now I don't, I'm not too sure either. Uh but there's really nobody to talk about for the Jets either. Uh, it was just their their defense did pretty well. So um, and Zach Wilson looked okay, but yeah, he has the. You yips. playing Michael Carter next week versus the Jags? Uh, yeah, 
yeah, he got it. Yeah, he came back, started slow. Eight carries, 18 yards, yeah. So I think they they were slowly working him in because Coleman got the same. But then their leading receiver is Braxton Berrios. So if you're going to take somebody. That says a lot. Exactly. Uh, all right, let's uh, put out this turd in a paper bag lit on fire on your porch. and Oh, no, there's another one. What is this one? Oh, all righty then. Uh, Houston and the Jags. What uh, a uh. matchup. Houston 30, Jags only 16. And now we're in contention for the first pick overall next year. Again, good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way to go, Detroit. Yeah, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> um, so necessarily this game was pretty much just Brandon Cooks versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Brandon Cooks 7 for 102 and two touchdowns. I, phew, it, my, this is awesome. I'm glad. What a, I don't know. I'm just happy for the guy to actually make something of himself and a piss-poor team. That's really all I have to say. I'm staying away from all the running backs mm-hmm. in Houston. As for Jacksonville, thank goodness they are now just going to stick with James Robinson. Eight for 75 and a touchdown. He also had three catches. But you could tell they're done with the games with Myers not there. And James is their number one running back. And you are fine playing him going forward. Don't be worried. Uh, Yeah. Uh, unless he's injured. Which just seems to pop yeah, up well, every single week. So, knocking on wood <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> James O'Shaughnessy, yeah, four for sixty, not too shabby. Mm-mm. I wrote his name in, and then it auto-corrected to onshore. Oh, nice. So, didn't work. Didn't work yeah, out. When we say O'Shag <laughs> Hennessy, that's who we're talking about. O'Shag. He gets he gets the targets, man. Uh, he might be a good tight end to pick up if he just need a chance at ten points. Uh, pick him oh. up. Exactly. Chance of 10 points. That's pretty much what he gets. And then the last guy I wanted to mention was Laquan Treadwell. He seems to be the Jags' number one wide receiver. Just target-wise, he was 6 for 57 this Mm -hmm. week. So he's got 9 to 11 PPR points in the last four games. Nothing I really want to go for, but if you're in a really tight pinch, you know, another guy that's probably going to get you about 10 points. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just just wrong on Jacksonville. I thought... uh the way the point spread increased and them getting all motivated with Urban Meyer out, maybe he wasn't the problem. Maybe the Jacksonville just sucks. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I picked Jags to win on this one, too. I did, and too. It I did too. And uh, it cost me. Um, right. Speak. Get us to a, yeah. a better Well, this one's not much better, <laughs> dude. Uh, Tennessee 13 uh, at Pittsburgh 19. The over-under was 42 when I was saying hit the under – as Pittsburgh usually does, and damn, did they. We said to stream both QBs. We said Roethlisberger would be better. He was better by one point. So we're sorry if you did that. You're not <laughs> the only one. A lot of people uh, were streaming them the same. Uh, 11, 11.9 for Roethlisberger and 10.9 for Tannehill. But, yeah, the receiving core sucked. Chase Claypool sucked, but he wasn't targeted much. I don't. I don't quite understand what Pittsburgh was doing. They only ran like 37 offensive snaps. Why? I got nothing. Yeah, you need Najee Harris to get more than that. Only 12 carries. I don't get it. Uh, they have Kansas City next week. So do you think that's going to – are they going to keep trying to slow the game down like that? If that happens, it's Deontay Johnson and Najee Harris, and that is it. 
I agree. I don't think can- versus Kansas City, though, they can come out and try to slow it down. Kansas City's just going to go away with yeah. it, so they're going to have to speed up. So I'm, I'm fine with playing Chase Claypool next mm-hmm. week. I got you. Uh, Dante Foreman, running back for the Tennessee Titans. I, he might be a must-start now. He's averaging 20 touches a game in the last uh, yeah, in the last three games. But he's only getting 40% snap percentage. He's still – and Hilliard's still getting more. So I think he just capitalizes it over 100 yards. Oh, and uh, rest in peace to Julio Jones, fantasy football relevancy. Pull to hammy. He's done. Drop him. Don't draft him I, next I year. Not even, <laughs> I might not even keep him in a keeper league, this guy. No, there's no point. Uh, it's depressing. Uh, yeah, there's really nothing else to talk about this game, so moving on. I like it. Uh, man, another game I don't want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas 21, Giants 6. Yes, Dallas won. Uh, Dak did not, at least not in the fantasy uh, stats. Oh, my God. Past three weeks, Mac. 13, 11, and 12 fantasy points. This is the guy you expect to get high 20s, get 30s once in a while. This guy is just, he sucked. Mm-hmm. S- simple enough. Speaking of sucked, uh, I feel like, you know, Zeke, he, he got a touchdown, but he sucked too. 16 for 52. He did have three catches. Uh, the catches, though, are do point me in the direction of him feeling better. They are using mm-hmm. him. Tony Pollard also had three catches, but Tony Pollard only had 12 uh, rushes for 74 yards. He looked a lot better in the run game. Obviously, that's what we've been saying for a couple weeks, but they're just not going to get away from Zeke. So you're okay to play him, but I'm trying not to. It's it's just, it's tough. You can't bench him. No, I guess you can't. I said I would start Aaron Jones over him. Zeke did better by one point too, so it just yeah. it was just it was a shitty week. I don't know. We don't know what to tell you guys. All the guys that scored a lot, which we'll get to the number one score later. Uh, well, second, but nobody started them, so it's just that's just how it went. It's one of those one of those weeks that uh, screwed over a lot of people, including us. <laughs> so yeah, do you bench stack now? With that, I mean, oh, I think if Washington, if they ball out, they're playing on Tuesday night, I, I think you got to bench them. I don't want to take that matchup then. I, if, if Washington's back to somewhat full strength, you know, I, I'm i thinking I possibly do. It really depends on who you got, though, right behind them. Like, I got Hurts uh, and Dak in one league. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was a great combo, but at this point in time, I'm freaking out. And Hurts will have uh, the Giants. So, yeah, tough. Dalton Schultz, CeeDee Lamb, they've done okay. CeeDee Lamb, I'm thinking, is just the the better guy to have here, especially PPR-wise. Mari Cooper just hasn't been stacking up to him compared. And then quickly, the only guy you're going to even mention on the Giants, and hopefully not mention again, is Saquon Barkley. 11 points this week. He had uh, it's just, it's just gross. I I don't want to play him at all. Yeah. Now that Daniel Jones is out, it's going to get even worse. I think he had fifteen and eighteen fantasy points the two weeks before, or eleven and eighteen. It's just it, unpredictable. Booker's look better, I think, with the ball. It's just been gross. Other than, did you see that one one-handed grab by Saquon Barkley? It was amazing. No, uh, I always I was in the movie theater. 
watching Spider-Man. So I didn't, I didn't sure. watch the game. Sorry. Um, Honestly, you didn't miss much. No, no, no. I can't say that's one of the highlights I watched. Thanks, buddy. Uh, <laughs> next one. So, oh, sorry. Where are you done? Yeah. Or no, no uh, I'm all way done. Okay. Well, I'll be real done with this one real soon. Uh, Cincinnati 15, t- Denver 10. <laughs> Wow. I did say hit the under on this one, too, at 44. Uh, how the hell is Joe Burrow a top-time QB on the season, dude? I got nothing because I said to not play him ever again. He's unpredictable. I, I don't get it. Uh, he didn't do well this game either. Tyler Boyd, he had 20 points. And Jamar Chase and uh, T. Higgins, they combined for five points. So... That pretty much explains how this game went. Yeah, Joe Burrow had less than 15 points. So, And Mixon only had seven. He did get hurt, so something to monitor. Um, and then on the other side, Drew Locke will be taking over as quarterback, most likely, the news said. Gross. So I got to do some research, see how he does with the other guys, uh, with the receivers. So maybe it helps him, maybe it doesn't. We'll see. But Jerry Judy, 0 for 4. Uh, Tim Patrick was the only relevant wide receiver 13 points Quentin Sutton only three so it was just the running backs and unfortunately Melvin Gordon didn't show up too well either uh but they have uh the Raiders and the Chargers and I would say oh Raiders is a great matchup they suck against the running back well Nick Chubb's not doing that great right now so we'll see uh, anything on this game? Chargers though. The Chargers. Chargers though is nice. It should be. It should be. You so. make it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you're you're not gonna sit Javante Williams, but Melvin Gordon, I'm entertaining sitting him now. We'll see. Next one. Oh man. All right. So I Mac <laughs> think this might have been the best game of all. Definitely was. And it's it's sad, as you guys can tell by our tone this week has just been absolutely horrid and there's really not much to talk about other than how people have sucked and screwed you over this game not as much <laughs> green bay 31 baltimore 30 even though lamar jackson didn't play green bay aaron jones Devontae adams obviously must starts going forward but i am leaning towards you know the aj dylan marcus valdez scantling i'm leaning to starting them mm-hmm. uh aj aj dylan you know a low-end a high-end running back three. And Marquez Valdez-Scanlon is, I think, a nice flex. He had a great week this week. Uh, yeah, D- Dylan did only have, like, seven seven and ten PPR points the past two weeks, but he's he's getting the looks, and he got a touchdown this week. He's looked great. Aaron Jones somewhat splitting the carries with him. Marquez Valdez-Scanlon. 10, 9, 5, and 7 targets the past four games. So his he's getting the targets. He's getting the looks. This is when we talk about, you know, playing that upside and see if you can have get a guy on his bus week, uh, or not bus week, but boom week like he did this week he got where he got 20 PPR points. So I'm down to play him at flex. Um, as the Baltimore side, you know, if you're like me, I think I speak for all of us. If you got that first round bye and you had Lamar Jackson, you are really hoping he comes back Jeez. next week. Because yeah. I struggled on that bye <laughs> in that slot today. It was my score is gross on my uh, first round bye. So hopefully he comes back. But it's really the only guy to talk about Mac is Mark Andrews. 
guy has been absolutely insane. Back-to-back 30 PPR point weeks. Mm -hmm. Tight end one on the season now. Uh, Pretty pumped about that. You know, past Travis Kelsey, even though Travis Kelsey had 40-something fantasy points this week and he still passed him. Uh, Mark Andrews did have 37 himself, though. And then Marquise Brown definitely been killing the targets, the recept, uh, the receptions itself, but he has been struggling. He's averaging about like 50 yards a game and no touchdowns. I'm thinking this guy is due for uh, for a touchdown, so I I'm excited to play him going forward. Huntley uh, did pretty good. I was gonna say uh, before <laughs> I forget, if you are waiting on Lamar Jackson, pick up Huntley, handcuff him. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Please and thank you. All right. Uh, 3% of people started him. I'm guessing those were two QB leagues. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. Or deep leagues. That's awesome. Good for them. Atlanta, 13. San Francisco, 31. Uh, I think Atlanta's packing it in, guys. So uh, take that for what it's worth. Uh, Kittle and Debo, they're studs as usual. Brandon Ayuk, very disappointing. Um, only targeted a couple times, but uh, Jeff fucking Wilson, nice of you to show up now. How you doing? <laughs> I had the opportunity to pick him up so it, it, many yeah. times, and I was like, I just can't, can't do, do it. it. I picked him up and dropped him, picked him up and then dropped him again. I just, I can't do it. Uh, 110 yards and one touchdown. Uh, good job. The other side, Mike Davis, six carries for 21 yards. Cordell Patterson, you think that he's taking all the points from. No, 11 carries and 18 yards. I was nervous for this matchup uh, because it was San Francisco. I was just like, their defense is turning on, even though their numbers might not show it. But they have Detroit next week and then Buffalo the week after. And hopefully they're kind of packing it in. They're just going to run the ball. We'll we'll see. Uh, Only goal line stands, though, for San Fran. mm -hmm. Wow. Shutting oh, yeah. Patterson. Damn. Oh yeah. Uh so if you got like Mike Davis or Miles Gaskin, I don't know. I would take Mike Davis versus Detroit. So those are like the options you're trying to take. Uh we'll see. Uh Russell Gage, he's averaging over eighteen points in the last four games. He's a must start. Uh he went over twenty this one. Dude, Kyle Pitts is tight end number five on the season. Pathetic. Uh, how come he feels like a bust? I don't I don't get it. Well It's because the entire mm-hmm. position <laughs> Entire position sucks and then eight games below ten points. That's what he has, and only one touchdown on the season. So moral of the story, next season, if you can't get the top three tight ends, which will most likely be <laughs> Kelsey, George Kittle, and Mark Andrews again. Uh and maybe Waller's sneaking in, but He's getting older, too, so uh, punt on the position. It's not worth it. Uh, I have – yeah, there's more. really not much else to talk about on Atlanta. Hopefully they pick it up against uh, Detroit, but I'm looking at Russell Gage is the only must start. So uh, really nothing, nobody to really pick up from these teams either. I, I wouldn't drop Ayuk. I, I wanted to mention that. Don't drop him yet. Uh, because they got some decent matchups coming up. So, uh, next one, real quick, get this one over with. <laughs> oh God! All right, 
New Orleans 9, Tampa Bay, uh, goose egg, Sunday night game. This was the most surprising game of the week, I would think, other than the Arizona-Detroit game. Uh, I refuse to say anything positive about this game, uh, unless you were the New Orleans kicker. Uh, Brett Meyer, in case you were wondering, had 10, 10 points. And the Saints defense, who had 17. <laughs> Everyone else was absolutely horrid. Players were going down left and right. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you were lucky enough to win <laughs> a, a, a league with this roster of anyone of Godwin, Evans, Fournette, uh, your foreseeable future is going to be hurting. It's not looking good. So please pay attention to these waiver ads we're probably going to get into soon. And uh, good luck. <laughs> You're going to need it. <laughs> yeah, the Bucks are going to need it too, man. Um, everybody oh, dropped man. in there. So, oh. uh, but Brown. No, no, you're not. And uh, I picked him up heading into the week. No way, you found him. Yeah, thank you. Ryan dropped him a couple couple weeks ago, so I picked (laughs) him up. And I'm like, I will. I got the bye week, so I'm like, okay, I can I can afford the roster spot. That's huge. It is. Uh, We'll talk about him in waivers, though. Um, I did have a gut feeling, though, to bench Brady. I know he's the number one QB. He just, I didn't trust him. The anomaly of him earlier this season against the Saints. Uh, but unfortunately, 86% started. <sighs> Hopefully. You're not ben- you can't bench Tom Brady. It's backfired for me so many times yeah. compared. But it does suck when you have that feeling and you're just like, ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. All right. If you made it this far in the podcast, we appreciate it. We're going to get into some waiver wire ads, but if you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, just a tip, FFP, we'll add some more because, like we said, there's four more games happening by the time we're done recording this, so we'll have some adjustments to our waiver pickups, I'm sure, uh, with injuries and uh, breakout players, but tentative right now. Alrighty, so first up on the waiver ads, we have the QBs. So, you, Mac, how do you feel about this? Tua, 47%. New Orleans and Tennessee. Are you playing them versus New Orleans after what they just did to to Tom? Uh, I j- it's just a bad matchup with Brady and New Orleans. I actually think it is. the truth is their passing defense is not that great. So, But that defensive line scares me. <laughs> oh, yeah. But if hopefully if he has Waddle back and Parker, he'll be releasing the ball quickly and they can make some moves. So, yeah, I love to see you know obviously Brady's so stationary too. So let's uh, look into that and how they do against the rushing uh, rushing quarterbacks. Uh, He's definitely not my number one streamer. I'll put it that way. No, I like it, but I do like the concept of just grabbing him. We saw how bad the t- uh, quarterbacks were this week, so. Right now, it's time to pick and choose. You're down into crunch time. Mm-hmm. So this is a big one that I'm actually looking to to grab is Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Only 26% owned, playing Seattle. Seattle has absolutely been horrid. And then you have the Giants, Week 17. Uh, that looks pretty good. He's been averaging over 20 points the past couple weeks yep. in fantasy, so not a bad stash. And you got Ben Roethlisberger. He is playing Kansas City. He didn't do as well as we thought this week, but uh, – you know, you could be in a tight spot where Lamar Jackson doesn't play, Jalen Hurts doesn't play. Who knows who else could be out, uh, especially with the four games left. So keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, Heck, uh, what do you got for these running backs? Oh, go I ahead. was just gonna say it's slim picking. So uh, true. But Justin Fields, I mentioned it. My last waiver wire episode. Uh, he he's worth a pickup if you're uh, struggling there. Uh, running backs, though, uh, you wrote here Ronald Jones. Yeah, uh, with Leonard Fournette out, you you got it. He's a must add. Must, yeah. It Agreed. it happened yeah. last year when Ronald Jones went down and Leonard Fournette took over. Uh, they need the running back position. You know what's awesome is I grabbed him in like three leagues. <laughs> I would if he was there. Yep. <laughs> last week, last week I did. I, yeah, forty-one percent rostered. Can you double check that? I I was looking up Absolutely. on a sleeper when that, but I bet in, in Yahoo it's much higher. Um, Justin Jackson back up for the Chargers, uh, or Joshua Kelly if Eckler is on the naughty list. It's better safe than sorry. Nobody rostered them. Uh, Duke Johnson from Miami, 2% roster. They have the Saints, though, Monday night. Uh, but if they're going to feed him, I don't know, I guess uh, the opportunity. Uh, what do you got for me? I got 35%. 35%. Yeah. Okay. Eh, that's random. Go get it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be higher. Anyway. Um, so did I. Samaj P. Ryan. If Mixon is out, you're going to want him. He's a workhorse. He'll play all three downs, too. And he's more of a pass catching back as well. Uh, Jeff Wilson, 44%. It's annoying, but rumors of Eli Mitchell might not come back anytime soon uh, with his knee and concussion problems. So, Jeff Wilson, uh, good luck. <laughs> and then, uh, whatever Eagles running back comes out healthy. I would pick them up. We'll see on Tuesday uh, against Washington. Uh, so keep that out mm-hmm. there. And then uh, you got any wide receivers here? Um, the only one I was going to mention was Marcus Valdez-Scantling. It's Cleveland, Minnesota coming up. He seems to be their number two. I know Lazard has been coming in a little bit, but the targets that he's been getting uh, has just been undeniable. You need that with uh, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Not Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers yeah. This one I'll just touch on again because uh, you, you've been saying it for the past two weeks, and that's Gabriel Davis. Davis. Mm. Um, I almost grabbed him last week. I didn't. I wish I did. Joke's on me. He did awesome again. Uh, 23% own. Four touchdowns in three games. You cannot deny that that's just good production. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Marcus Callaway. He was the offense for the Saints. He literally throw and Hill was just throwing up prayer shots. Oh, and yeah. He was catching them. Oh, yeah. Hundred yards, eight targets. Ugh. So I'm grabbing him. Uh, only a flex. I'm only playing him at flex. It, it's more of a can you know can he get a lucky? It, but like uh, at this time, it's just tough injuries. End of the season. There's no one to grab. You could be in a tight spot, and this guy could be that big play game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, you mentioned it, Antonio Brown. Uh, what about Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson? They're on Tampa Bay, too. I guess it's worth, like, a late pickup. Like, don't spend any fab on him. But Scotty Miller, he did have some good games like last year with Brady. I think he would be my number one if I can't get Antonio Brown. I would agree. I I was so surprised to see him on the field too. He ran like a, a drag route yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Scotty!" Mm-hmm. 
he had some great looks last year before he ended up getting hurt and out for the season. So um, I'm definitely grabbing him. And I didn't know that. And they say Scotty doesn't know. Uh, I'm in Ross St. Brown for Detroit, 35% rostered. Must add. Uh, you didn't mention this one, right? Okay. No, but you you've yeah. been saying average, it. I said it in the – You did in the yeah. – I was going to say. I thought I heard it. Uh, last three games averaging over eight receptions, 83 yards, and he has two touchdowns in those spans, So in that span. So must add. Uh, th- there are more out there, but those are my top guys that I'm wanting to spend up on would be Antonio Brown, spend all your fab. And oh my God, yes. Next please. would be, I would say Gabriel Davis because they have the Patriots. The Patriots are going to take out Diggs as best they can, and uh, I think Gabriel Davis will have a decent flex play game. Uh, and then Amon Ra, but without Jared Goff too, who knows? It's uh, it's tough. Uh, tight ends for you though. Uh, Kelsey went on the naughty list, so. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Hopefully he'll be back in time. Uh, but the backup, uh, what's his name? Jonas Gray. I forgot to write it down. I have him in Dynasty too. He's a rookie. I'll look it up while you're. Thank you. Um, yeah, the backup tight end for Kansas City, and then Jared Cook for the Chargers, fifty-five percent rostered. They have Houston. James O'Shaughnessy, two percent rostered. Uh, I can't believe that. We've been telling you guys to add him. Uh, he has the Jets. Then Gerald Everett. We'll see how he does, but he's 36% rostered. And then a couple defenses. Eagles, 41%. They have the Giants. If they're going against the Giants, you want to start them. Chargers, they they have Houston. I, I think they'll be turning over the ball. I don't think Davis Mills will keep it up and have a good game. Uh do you have any drops in mind to make roster room? I'm thinking Carolina running backs, all the New York Giants, Julio Jones you can drop. Anybody yeah, else? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm definitely, you know, you got to you gotta be smart now and drop those. Like I had an extra kicker for Nick Folk when he was on bye. So make sure he's not there. Mm. Make sure these extra defenses, you know, if you um, – I know I'm running into it. Like the Colts I had. Uh, going into the playoffs, I didn't play them obviously versus the Pats, but make sure they're gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just got to clear some room. I'm dropping like Taylor Heineke. Uh, he's on the naughty list as well as you know having some tough matchups versus Dallas next week. So uh, you just got to be smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at your own team. No, don't don't stack it up. There's no point. Um, and then just to touch back, Mac, that was Noah Gray for Kansas City. Noah Tight Gray. End. Yeah, Jonas Gray. So, Who the hell is – is that the running back? Patriots that was the Patriots, up. yeah. Had one great game. I met him, and then he never played again. He had <laughs> he one great Ryan, game against Ryan. the Colts, right? Over yeah, 200 yards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was – he had and some stuff. promise. Then he showed up late. <laughs> uh, can't do that. Um, all right. Well, thank you very much, Regan. You got stuff to do. We got Christmas. I got wrapping I got to do. Oh, you got to edit this rapped. episode and get it. Yeah. Don't start. Don't start. Get this. Uh, Do not get this party started. No, I won't get it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Never mind. Hey, Spider-Man, <laughs> I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it yet. on Rotten Tomatoes. I am so pumped. Uh, it's a bit high. It's not a 98, but it's definitely in the top 10 in the MCU for me. Okay. You ruin it, I'll punch you through the screen. I'm not going to spoil it. Hell <laughs> I'm no. just kidding. I'm I just wouldn't kidding. do that. I wouldn't do that. You'll be... You'll be... Uh, I was going to say pleasantly satisfied, but pleasantly surprised, but got some good Easter eggs in there. I got some tips, too. Is that what you're saying? You might have a little bump in the uh, popcorn bucket later on. Oh, <laughs> never heard that. That's awesome. Oh, you haven't? Oh, you doing? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, your mom showed me a move where she cuts a hole in the bottom of the bucket. Why would she cut the hole? <laughs> <laughs> Step back. <laughs> good night. Hate your face. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence.